the series finale against the Elks. The Apple Songs again walked off, but that doesn't really tell the full story. This Sunday game, to wrap things up with Wenatchee trying to salvage the series, started out the same way the first two days did. The Apple Sox scored first, but it wasn't until the sixth inning. Bases were loaded, and Xander Orhudos came up to the plate and drew a walk to bring in the game's only run at that point. Outside for ball four, and Wenatchee's going to get on the board first. A bases loaded walk drawn by Orhudos to drive in a run. Xander Orahudos able to get the job done, and he picks up his fifth RBI of the season, bringing in Fossil. So Orahudos with an RBI in every game of the season so far now after that one. We would have a little bit of a rain delay after the sixth inning was completed. Then we went into the seventh inning. The Sox had nothing in the top half, but in the bottom half, Ben scored three runs as with runners at second or first and second base. A strikeout was induced by Will Jacobson working in his third inning of relief. He did a really solid job. Got the strikeout that should have been out number three. However, the ball was dropped by catcher C.J. Horn, so he had to pick it up and fire over to first base, and he did. However, his throw was a little bit high down the line. That allowed two runners to score. And then shortly after a wild pitch tossed, allowed the runner to come in and score who had reached on that strikeout and pass ball. And that made it 3-1 to one Elks. So the Apple Sox weren't quite finished, though. They didn't get anything in the eighth. First two batters retired in order in the ninth. Joichiro Oyama would reach on an infield hustle single to put the tying run at the plate. And Michael Davini would take advantage of that opportunity. Miller with a look at second. Oyama dances. The pitch inside. Davini skies in the air. Out toward left field. This ball is going back. And it is a home run. Michael Davini has tied this one up with the Apple Sox down to their final strike and their final out in the ninth inning. A dramatic two-run homer for Michael Davini. The kid from Saddleback transferring to Coastal Carolina comes through in the clutch for the Apple Sox. Davini would crush that two-run home run out toward left center field to tie it up and send this one into extra innings after the Elks did not score in the bottom of the ninth. The Apple Sox threatened in the top of the 10th, a one-out double from C.J. Horn, but he would be stranded. Ben was retired after a couple of hitters reached, went to scoring position with no outs, and the Apple Sox were able to turn an inning-ending double play to end the 10th inning. Swung on, hit over toward short, chance for two, Oyama to second to one, Orahudos to first, in time! Let's go to the 11th. We're still tied, 3-3 in this one. Apple Sox and Alex in the series finale. In the 11th, things started promising for the Apple Sox as Corey Gerald was hit by a pitch. Isaac Hawes was also hit by a pitch. A ground out moved them both over, and then a sacrifice fly from Michael Davini to shallow right. Great base running by Corey Gerald to come in and score, and at the time, give the Apple Sox the go-ahead run. Davini skies it in the air to right field, coming in and making the grab. Scavato tagging from third as Gerald. The throw comes home, and it is not able to be handled by Sylvester. The Apple Sox have taken the lead. A cutsy call from Gerald, a guy who's already injured his ankle in this game, comes in. The throw probably would have had him, but Sylvester could not handle it. And Davini, as he was frustrated with his contact on that one, not getting it as deep as he wanted, still manages to get the job done with a sacrifice fly. And Wenatchee goes ahead by one run. However, Bend would respond. Three consecutive hitters reach base in the bottom of the 11th inning against Brandon Bonds, including an RBI single in there from Caden Delosier to tie it up. 
And with runners at second and third and the infield drawn in, hoping to get a play at the plate on a ground ball, Jordan and Hara lifted it just over where second baseman Xander Orhudos would have normally been playing and into shallow right field for a pop, bloop, walk-off single. So Ben walks off Wenatchee twice in this three-game series and sweeps the Apple Sox. They have now won eight consecutive games against Wenatchee in the last two seasons. These two teams will see each other again in about a month in Wenatchee, and the Apple Sox are they going to have revenge on their mind at that point, but that's a little bit of ways still. So the Apple Sox will head home on Monday for the series opener against the Port Angeles Lefties, their first home game of the season. Well, a strange day at the ballpark here at Vince Gennis Stadium as the Apple Sox wrap up their series with the Bend Elks by falling in extra innings. Tremendous resiliency from Wenatchee, but they ultimately fall by a 5-4 to four score. Down by a score of 3-1 to one in, the, in the top of the ninth inning, and Coach Vaughn, a really impressive comeback, and that started with that infield single from Joichiro Oyama and then Michael Davini, a two-run homer. Uh, talk to me about that first from Oyama. That had to be great to see that kind of hustle with two outs and your team down late. Yeah, I mean, Joey Troyama, he's he's been fun to watch. He's got some wheels. He plays the game right, and he, he just busted down there. And um, He's an exciting guy to continue to watch, too, because he's going to have a very bright future the way he goes about his business. Heading off to UC Irvine, of course, this fall. He's been off to a tremendous start uh, this summer with the Apple Sox, three consecutive multi-hit games. And then, of course, Michael Davini comes up. And off the bat, did you think that ball was out? Yep, I mean, I sure was praying it was. <laughs> it was. It looked real good coming off, and it cleared the fence just by enough. Um, but I thought, yeah, that that had the backspin. It looked good, and, and he definitely thought it was gone. He was walking around pretty excited. Yeah, that was an exciting moment in the game. I really unexpected the way things had gone. That seventh inning, a strange turn of events, the strikeout, pass ball with two outs, and a throwing error to play two runs and a wild pitch. Did, did you guys say anything in the dugout after that happened from the eighth or ninth innings to kind of settle the group down? Um, honestly, not too much. We talked to a few of the guys, and, I mean, just that's a tough play right there. Tough conditions. Um, his ball skirts away just enough, and he, he just panics just a little bit. Uh, and, again, some that's that's kind of been uh, some of our issues right now are we're, we're, we're missing a little bit. It's just some jitters early season. Guys not quite used to each other. Um, but, no, we, we kept it calm and collective, said, hey, no need to panic right now. We still got this. And, Sure enough, Davini put that put that into action. Yeah, and it nearly would be enough. Of course, he had the sacrifice fly in the top of the 11th, and then the bottom of the 11th, two runs coming across for Ben to pick up the walk-off victory. Overall, though, a great effort on the mound. I think you had to be really proud of the improvements you saw from the pitching staff. Uh, what in particular really stood out for you guys today, you think? Um, I think a, a huge highlight for me was in Dejas up on the mound right there, especially he's He's had a tough, tough weekend. We've got him hot twice. Uh, each day he's gotten hot and ended up just not – not quite fitting in where it'd be that situation for him to come in. So for him to basically throw a light bullpen two days in a row and then come in and still shove for about 40 pitches was really impressive to see. Um, so yeah, it was just good. And then, um, yeah, pitching all around was, it was competitive. Um, and that, that was really good to see. I think definitely a step up to help us continue that motion. And I think the exciting thing for fans, you look at this, despite a loss today, the big improvement from the pitching. And then these next two days, you guys have a couple of big starters lined up from Edmonds for that first series against Port Angels. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what excites you about Tatsuya Uyamoto and then Kota Sato the next day. Yeah, I mean, it's, for one, it's going to be good to get some fresh arms in here. We're definitely a little bit low-staffed. Um, 
but both of those guys are proven winners over at Edmonds, and that's that's a very valuable thing. You can look at velo and movement and all that stuff when you're a proven winner. That's a whole different ballpark. Oh, absolutely. So it'll be nice to get back home. What's it going to mean to play in front of the fans? You, of course, got to do it plenty this year, Coach, as a head coach of the Wenatchee Valley College Knights. What's it going to mean to do it this summer with the Apple Sox for the first time? Oh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we, it's great that we get a six straight home games, too. That's fantastic. Um these guys are excited to get in front of our fans and have some fun, too, and uh, get all the host families to support us and the local businesses. That's just fun when we get a lot of people out there, and that gets the guys pumped up. Uh, so I know they're really looking forward to it as well as I am. What can fans expect from this group? They haven't seen the team play a game yet in person. You've seen three. What do you? What can fans learn about them that from here, right here? Um, I mean, I think the obvious thing that they can learn is we can hit. We can absolutely hit. We got some power. We got enough speed to do it. Um, and we have guys that just put in really good ABs. So it's it's fun to be able to watch our guys step into the plate. Every single one through nine um, has been a good AB, uh, which has been really exciting. So that, that's a fun thing to see as a fan. And hopefully we get another solid pitching performance. I know you as the pitching coach would prefer that first yeah. and foremost. <laughs> yeah, I would love to not have to tap too far into the bullpen right now. I know we've got a couple <laughs> new guys coming in tomorrow, but still, yeah, I'd love to, to keep it simple there. <laughs> Aaron, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you more this week. That was Aaron Vaughn, the associate head coach and pitching coach for the Apple Sox, joining us. Moffitt's got one strikeout this inning. That was two batters ago. He punched out Evan Scavato. In a one-ball, two-strike count, looking to retire the side. Runners at first and second for the Elks. Two infield singles. The 1-2 offering from the big right-hander. Swing and a foul tip into the glove as Horn holds onto it for strike three. Two punch outs in the inning for Jack Moffitt. And a solid start for the Apple Sox pitcher. Deep breath comes set at the letters. Deals. Ground ball hit over toward the left side. Gobbled up by Haas and flipped the second to one. Orahudos over to first, and it is in time for an inning-ending double play. 5-4-3 on the putout. And the Apple Sox get out of the inning by facing the minimum. Breaking ball is in there for called strike three. The side is retired. Four straight walks issued by Moffitt to previously load up the bases, but he's able to get out of it without allowing any runs as he gets a huge strikeout. We head to the fourth inning. We're still scoreless. The 1-1 skied out towards center field. Gerald's in position into the shadows, makes the grab shy of the warning track, and again, the bases are left loaded. Jack Moffitt flirts with danger, but gets out of it for the second straight inning. We head to the fifth, still scoreless here. A seven-foot lefty deals, and he delivers a... Swing and a miss for strike three. Two punch outs in the inning for Jacobson, as like his predecessor Moffitt, flirts with a little bit of trouble, but gets out of it unscathed. We go to the sixth inning. Let's get our first run at some point here. Applesock looking to see if they can get on the board first. Welcome back to Vince Gennis Stadium ahead of the Apple Sox versus the Elks this afternoon in the early evening, 5.05 first pitch for the series finale to open up this first weekend of the season. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Apple Sox infielder Michael Davini from Saddleback. But, uh, Mike, just talking about that, that doesn't tell your full college story. Of course, you started out at San Diego, transferred over to Saddleback, and now you're going to Coastal Carolina. Explain that to fans. What's that journey like? Because I don't know how many people realize how that's, that's kind of a normal college baseball route. Yeah, so my freshman year coming out of high school, I was committed to USD from my sophomore year in high school. Mm -hmm. And then once I got there, I was listed as a two-way, and things just didn't work out for me the way that I thought things would. They ended up wanting me to pitch, and I was more of an infielder and a hitter. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to take a chance on myself and kind of 
bet on the fact that I can hit at the Division One level. And so I went to junior college last year at Saddleback and performed well enough to have Coach Schnall and Coach Gilmore see something in me. And now I'm heading out to Conway, South Carolina yeah. to go play at Coastal next year. So I'm excited and it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, big change for someone from California. There's a lot of junior colleges out there. Why'd you choose Saddleback? Uh, Saddleback was closest to my house, one. And two, I met with Coach Summer along with a few other coaches in the area. But I met with Coach Summer and he seemed like a really down-to-earth guy. And I was right. I mean, at the end of the day, I can't thank him enough for everything he did. And I really appreciate him and the entire program at Saddleback because it really changed my life. Chatting with Michael Davini before the Apple Sox take on the Elks this afternoon. And Mike, one of the guys who was your teammates at Saddleback will be your teammate here later this week with the Apple Sox, uh, Luke Stuka. A lot of fans remember him from last year. Uh, what was it like playing with Luke at uh, Saddleback? And what are you looking forward to about playing with him again here in the summer? Oh, I love Luke. Luke's a great guy. I met him this year. Didn't know too much about him. But after the first couple weeks at Saddleback, felt like we really bonded, especially being the corner infielders there. So I'm... Um, Honestly, just excited to have my first baseman out here and just play the corners for the Apple Sox again. Yeah, third to first. We'll probably see that a lot this summer. You're off to a great start at the plate. You had two hits in your first two at-bats on Friday, uh, Saturday, three-hit performance. What's been clicking for you at the plate so far? Uh, honestly, just seeing the ball a little bit bigger and trying to put barrels on balls. That's name of the game and try not to fall behind in counts, but if it happens, just kind of shorten up, battle up, and find a way to get a hit. One of the things your head coach, Mitch Darlington, had to say was that you've put together some really professional at-bats. What is your, what's your approach when you come up to the plate? Does it kind of be patient and wait for your pitches, or is it more of uh, you have a set-in-stone plan besides that, perhaps? Uh, my plan at the plate really is just attack the heater early. I like to ambush fastballs, and, I mean, if he's not – if he didn't come with a fastball early, then he's going to have to come with it later on. So my big thing is when I'm in the on-desk circle, I kind of try and watch – pitchers tendencies and see what kind of pitches they like to throw first if they're a breaking ball first guy I might just sit on it but most of the time it's attack a heater and then once I get to two strikes it's really choke up and protect anything close don't give the don't let your at bat get taken away by the guy behind you you know so just kind of fight battle you batted twice uh, in the second spot to start this season where'd you hit mostly with saddleback I hit in the three hole with saddleback mostly start of the season I was kind of shuffle between three and two um but really as long as i get an opportunity to hit in the lineup that's all i can ask for it doesn't really matter where it is is there a big adjustment moving from three to two at all i would say when i hit in the two hole i do see a lot more fastballs i feel like pitchers tend to believe that the two hole isn't as much of a threat as a three hole normally in the lineup but uh yeah i mean when i'm in the three hole i'd normally might change my approach just a little bit and more, look more towards off-speed pitches early on in the counts but hitting in the two hole i know i'm going to see a heater early so i try and attack that and work from there makes sense well mike we hope to see another multi-hit game from you today best of luck and thanks for joining us of course thank you that was michael davini joining us ahead of the apple Sox versus the elks